from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Hey, hey, welcome back. And Glenn's getting coffee. Hour number two, The Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, Aaron, we're in the studio today. Saw a tweet, text, something, Facebooky thing or whatever. Carlos is on his way back from Pennsylvania. Uh, so that means that Bill George is on his way back from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Uh, as well. And I didn't see oh, any pictures. Don't you know. I didn't see any pictures of any big Bruins or uh, big burly bucks being taken. Well, out of the you woods. know, we got out there and they set in the snow there, and it did. Uh, it was it was pretty cold there. I, I had, saw, my, I had I, my big fuzzy hat on, and uh, I we didn't just see that. <laughs> just uh, didn't really see anything of the right uh, age caliber and range. I did see the Cuban bundled up like uh, some sort of Nanook of the North while he was up there. I don't think he, I think the only thing he had uncovered was the uh, skin around his eyes. There you go, and that was about it. But uh, he was bragging on there how he had his uh, little thermocell warmers on his boots and you know his altera socks and i mean he literally went down the whole four like, pair of altera list. four pair of alteras on his feet four yeah. pairs on his hands yeah he covered all of the uh sponsors and rep list as he went down there <laughs> it reminds me of those really really bad hunting shows that we used to watch all the time when we were kids where every description of everything is, you know, so I just I, really can't stand this hunting stuff where all this product pimping and placement. Yeah, well, what's like, that? Oh, oh, you mean all these functional and great products that I use every time I go to the woods? As I slipped out of my uh, my Ford truck and I slipped uh, into my Wolverine red ball boots and then uh, slipped into the woods inside of my, you know. So, yeah. But anyway, hey, listen, next Thursday, uh, Val will kill me if I don't remind you of this. Uh, ladies' night, next Thursday out at G5 Feeding Outdoors. Uh, ladies' night out. It's a holiday sale kickoff. It's going to be happening out there Thursday from 530 until 8 o'clock. Holiday savings. Take advantage of special holiday sale prices before the sale starts. They're going to have food and drinks and raffles and giveaways and prizes and all that kind of good stuff. If you'd like to go, all you got to do is show up. Mm-hmm. There ain't no, uh, there's no cover charge. So all you got to do is head on out to G5, which, by the way, if you don't know where it is, it's right there, 4960 U.S. Highway 92, west of Plant City. Uh, you can't miss it. It's right there. It's big. It's huge. It's loud. It's it's everything that you want it to be. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Why don't you turn your mic on, rookie? Jeez, oh, Pete. Mine's on. How about yours? Uh, thanks for calling, Richard. See you next week. Bye-bye. So anyway, okay, well, be that way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. What are you so, doing? You know, if you're nice to me, I might forward you the pictures of the deer I didn't get because I didn't go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. They um, on my cousin's property. Um, his kids and that harvested two big bucks out of there. So they, they, you know, they when, huh? you, when you say right. harvested, you're saying that they went out, grew them, fertilized them, watered them, tended the soil, and then came out with a reaper and. Cut their legs out from underneath them and put them in a bag and took them and processed them. What I don't understand. What's harvest mean? They went out and got them for they got them for Thanksgiving. You mean they killed them? Yes, they did. But oh, okay. Well, He's they, trying to use the new ethical word. I'm not using ethical. You killed the deer. You killed the deer and you took it home. Actually, they harvest them because he leases the property 
the fields to the farmer, and he has the and he has a he has a very strict um, protocol what he what the guy can grow on what field can eat the deer big. Yeah, but you don't That's, you, you harvest, harvest wheat. You harvest wheat. I'm you, with you, Richard. You, you kill we animals. know what the real word is used, but okay. <laughs> Well, I'm, basically, I'm just screwing with Braden. You know, it doesn't take very much, does it? Well, no, you know what? No. You know what, Richard? I got a good thing for you. Go to our Facebook page, The Big and Wild Outdoors on Facebook, and the first video of the first page, you'll actually get to see uh, what happens when you're in a on a big giant combine, and there are two massive deer fighting, fighting in front of you. So, uh, yeah, that now we have both. We have well, harvesting. If he, and- if he would have taken and running into. If- Put it in the combiner, I guess that would have really been harvesting the deer. Did you not see the video? Yeah, I seen it. Well, mm-hmm. man, he, I, I saw it. He almost hey, made that, it in there. That comment that I left on with the the kids going squirrel hunting. Yes. The one that the one that said that to me was Jaden, the grandson, six year old grandson. Yes. He says, "What is that guy doing out in front of the person with the gun?" And we're going for a photo shoot. The guns were not loaded. Well, you know, but it didn't look like it. it looked like they're ready to go, you know. No, they were, they, he, they were fully loaded, ready to go. They were ready. There was the hammers were cocked back, and their fingers were on the trigger. It was ready. It was just going to be mayhem. You don't know when those Viacog are going to jump out of the bushes, man. You got to be ready. Were they like two pound triggers or what? No, man. It's just a hair breadth. If you look and you'll see that the uh, female of the bunch, the rifle is pointed in one direction. <clears throat> the it's actually a four ten shotgun. And my son, yeah. at a farther pace in front of him, is also carrying a twenty-two, and it is facing in the other direction. So there is no painting of the muzzle on either one of those children. Trust me. Oh yeah, I know. But the but the, you know, Jaden goes, you know, why is somebody walking in front of somebody with a gun? Well, at least he was paying attention. Mm, yeah. Well, well yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, yeah. But okay, well. Yeah, he doesn't watch know. any war movies, I guess. Oh no, he watches it and he watches the hunting shows. He watches everything on TV. Mm, he, you know, I know. But he's like, you know, but you know, I, I thought that was pretty good for a six-year-old coming up with that comment. Yeah, well, it's it's good. He's paying attention. You know, he asked me when he can go take his hunter safety course. I said when you can pull back a twenty-pound bow. <laughs> well, Richard, I know you do a lot with the uh, with the hunter safety side of it. Um, do you, is it true now that you could just get out all your stuff? You don't have to do a range day. You can do it all online. Not that I know of. You still have to go do a range day. Well, and I, I got I, some I folks that online. I got some folks that didn't have to go to range. They went and took an online class what? and got credit through the school system and didn't even have to do a range day, and they got their hunter's education card. Really? Well, I think I think that is. Mm, it's not nine. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in favor of that. However, that is the case. Well, just like, just like when we make NRA instructors, now you have to qualify. You have to do the target as an instructor. If you don't do the target and can't hit the target, you're not going to be an instructor. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of. Like, I, mean, I agree with that. Kind of like being NRA a fitness trainer. <laughs> yeah, really. At, at the NRA is slapping down on all the all the TCs. That if you qualify somebody as an instructor and they can't hit the target, you're going to get ripped. But it's a, hey, it, you, you got to be proficient in what you're using, correct? Correct. And hunting, hunting safety is one of the one of the biggest things for that. That you know, a lot of kids. I you know when I took my son through there years and years ago, 
there were a lot of people that couldn't even know how to aim a gun and hit a target at the short distance that was at Wyoming Antelope Club. Mm-hmm. So right then, you know, there's something wrong in that pile. But, you know, but, you know, being that Jaden's in Cub Scouts, you know, maybe about another year or two, I'll let him start shooting, you know, powdered guns. He's sitting in the back seat. I'm not, I can't say what they are, you know, but, don't forget, no. <laughs> but uh, you know, funny. he wants, he wants to, uh, the, the wife and her one friend are going up to visit a friend doing New Year's up in, um, up towards Newberry. And he goes to me, he goes, Papa, why don't we go hog hunting and surprise Grammy? Yeah, that'd I, be a great surprise. Yeah, I think you should do that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I've already been threatened on that one. Why? Well, you're just going out to harvest some pork. Well, she, um, she goes, you better find somebody that can make some decent sausage rather than stuff that is so spicy that you can't eat. I there you go. Al's Wild Meats. He'll do it all day. He'll do whatever you want. He'll make it in a nice uh, uh, bratwurst or breakfast sausage or whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, I mean, it's all good, man. Yeah, but by the time I drive over there, the thing will be aged. Yeah. No, it doesn't take that long. Well, well Richard, we got to take you, Richard. Time. We got to take a break. But thanks for the call. Oh yeah, anything to pester you guys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we Have are a being good. a wild. Got to take a quick break. Brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Big and wild outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan in the studio, along with Aaron, running the board, by the way. Oh, me. If you would uh, like to register for the Wicked Lights, we're giving away the Wicked Light. 888-404-1010. So all you got to do is put your name in the hat and uh, name and number, and uh, you'll be in there. If you've registered already, uh, don't fear. Your name is still in there. So we haven't uh, dismissed all your of Your hand bone is still in the pot. So you'll always get the opportunity to uh, perhaps win. But this one here is the really nice Wicked Light. It can either be used handheld or you can mount it on top of your rifle. It'll fit a one-inch or 30-millimeter tube on top of your scoperama. And you can click it on and predator hunt and do all the things you need to do in the dark. Shoot a few pigs, do whatever you got to do. <clears throat> on private land, of course. And that way, uh, you'll have it and ready to go. Keep it in the truck. You never know when you might need the darn thing. Hmm. But uh, and that, that light really is a pretty cool light and the way it's set up. And I tell you, just the versatility, it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. I use mine every time I go to the woods now. If you really need to, you can use it as a floor jack. <laughs> really? What do you use it for in the woods, Glenn? Floor jack. <laughs> yeah, help me get up the trees. <laughs> Why should you have a light in the woods? That just gives you an unfair advantage. Uh, yeah, it does help you watch out when you're walking through the palmettas not to step on a rattlesnake or uh, something. But Or get that one branch that whoosh, have ah, you ever, catches you right have under Have you ever had that conversation with a guy talking about the light so that they sit there and they say, man, I don't need no flashlight. I know exactly which way to walk right here. I, I do too, but it's still nice to have that. But of course, what you just talked about, getting slapped in the eye. Did you, oh. I mean, Have you ever been ac- accused of uh, somebody walking behind you and you let go of the limb? Mm-hmm. No. Or you walk around the branch. In no. this case, I walk around the branch. No. And the, bran- they- the branch is not the funny thing. And they the get funny thing is the for- spider web that you let somebody walk through that you say, hey, there's mm-hmm. a spider web. And they spider walk. Spider webs don't bother me. Uh, I have been in the woods with people that I've been like, hey, there's a spider web like that. And they walk directly into it. And I mean, you would think that they have just been captured 
Well, especially like, when yeah. that big banana spider catches you right between the eyes. You oh, know? My gosh. I had a, <clears throat> my buddy Dean Earl, who was that guy. We'd be out playing paintball or out playing in the woods or whatever, and he'd run into one of those big banana spiders out there, and you literally thought somebody had just doused him with, with gas. They were killing and he's a woman on fire. In the woods. <laughs> he's literally stop, drop, and roll. And then for the next 15 minutes, anything that, ever, on me? Anything, yeah. that anything touched his hair or tickled his ear, it was like, is it? Check my back. Check my back. Check my back. And I was like, dude. Trust me, it's not on you, and if it was, it would be trying to get the heck off of you. It's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, but that's know. a good reason to have the light. The light is a good reason so yeah. that you don't get face-palmed by a, a banana spider in the mid-morning hours. Or uh, or you, if a covey of quail jumps up, you can figure out it's them and not think that you're... And Sasquatch under yeah. attack by... Uh, <laughs> well, one of the guys I used to hunt with up in North Florida, he told me one time we were walking, and uh, we'd, we'd stayed late. And of course, walking back in the dark uh, and hunted a new area for him. He's never been there. And that was my second time going into this part of the, the swamp. And, you were scared? Uh, were you scared? No, but were I was scared? really thinking about making sure I was on the right track, heading in the right direction. And of course, uh, he tells me, he says, Glennon, when, uh, listen, I know I know uh, we're, we're heading in the right direction, but if my light goes out, I'm taking yours. He said, I know there ain't nothing going to get me, but I'm still going to have control of the light. He was just that way. Was, really? Really? And he was dead serious. I like being in the woods in the dark. I, I love he it. He wasn't. I, I just, and he's an avid hunter, but he was just telling me, he, he's he got to have the light. I uh, <laughs> That's that's the next thing I have to work on with my kids is uh, being um, comfortable in the woods in the dark. Uh, being out there, being in it, not being afraid. And yeah, not going to happen. Knowing the things that uh, think, I think. I will give you, my brother's probably going to kill me for this, but. Um, we were out one time we were deer hunting and, uh, we're walking back. This is in uh, Texas. It's just outside of, uh, Luling around there, outside of Austin. And we're walking back and it's nice and quiet and it's just getting that Donzerly kind of light, you know, where you can see the trees and it's starting to get dark enough where you really, you can see the trail it glows really good, but you can't really see far far ahead, you know, uh, Bart had a, uh, 22, uh, Neil had a 410 and I had a 30 odd six and we had a 22 pistol H and R nine shot on, on the hip. And as we're walking through the woods, hooky dooky, not a day to darter there about 20 something yards away. It seemed like you hear that. Oh, screech owl. Bobcat. Oh yeah. <laughs> that Bobcat let out the worst baby scream sound. I was about to say what kind rattle. of cat was it? <laughs> And I, next thing you know, Bart's on my right leg, Neil's on my left leg, Phew, holding on. What was it? I said, dude, it's just a bobcat. No big deal. He's not coming for you. What's he gonna? I go, you got nine shots in that twenty-two. Yeah. You got a four ten with full choke. I got five rounds in this thirty odd six and nine rounds in this pistol. Trust me. Ain't nothing going to get us. <laughs> Lori, the but first. But it didn't matter. It did not yeah. matter. Dude, they were stuck to me. I mean, I was like, boy, back, boys, off, back up off, off me, get man. Off me. And I couldn't walk through the woods fast enough. Go faster. Go faster. I was like, man. Seriously. Yeah, go faster so we can run yeah. into something. But, <laughs> and you say that. The funniest thing was, I remember the first time I took Lori out, we were sitting in the swamp, you know, there across the road from the house, and a group of boar hogs apparently decided to have a battle royal 
right through the slough just on the other side of the thicket from us. That does sound like and, a couple of buffaloes fighting she, if it's a real good one. Oh, dude, she was flipping out. She's like, oh, my gosh, what is that? What is that? I said, it's hogs. She's like, are they coming this way? I'm like, well, they sound like they're getting a little closer. She's like, what do we do? And I'm like, you have a BAR with five shots in it and five shots in your pocket. And we're hunting. I've got a bolt action with... <laughs> you know four shots and i've got two reloads in my pocket yeah so. we're okay we're safe we're all you're right. gonna yeah, get up but on you that know tree. What? i hope she's a better shot than he is so oh <laughs> maybe you need that wicked light in the docks here yeah, we go you opened up for that one john hey turn i had that, a rifle in my hands also let's go turn that red light on and uh kaboom 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 and no more hoggy fighty yeah i have heard that before in the woods those are two of the the best ones that you hear at night owls all that other stuff no, well, the Panthers and stuff, like you're saying about the cat squalling. Oh, that, there's people I know that hear that sound and they just. It is pretty awful. Is somebody killing a woman back there? I'm like, no. Yeah, strangling a small child or something, man. It's, it, it, some of them are pretty bad. It's the ones that don't answer you that always freak me out. Oh, it's gosh. the ones that make that noise and then you're like, okay, I don't know what that was. Yeah. But you know what? We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Just put my back to whatever I think it is. Everything. It's like when I saw the movie, uh, what was that? Uh, the Blair Witch Project. I was like. You wasted your time on that? Well, yeah, when it first came out. <laughs> the uni- the Universal, as I tell my wife. It's the like reason, that movie had been over in five minutes with me out in the woods. And the, the Universal, <laughs> as I tell my wife, with why there's a pump shotgun used as the main self-defense weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, you get you know you get about fifteen rounds out at one one pull. So. I think the I think that's a universal sound for both humans and animals that uh, <laughs> this dude's not playing around. Anymore. Well, you know, speaking of uh, firearms, I did want to make mention that uh, if you have not been on social media, there is uh, supposedly plans afoot uh, for the twenty twenty election that uh, people there's already an amendment out there who uh, already want to do away with assault weapons, and one of those it also includes. Uh, semi-automatic shotguns yep uh, anything that holds a certain round or they're not being real specific on it but if it uh, fires more than one projectile at a time hence buckshot or turkey load or whatever it is that you may use for self-defense uh that would also be included in there so it they're not just going after the scary scary guns but they're also going after the shotguns so uh, we'll have to see where that goes it's a few years off. Uh, but while Bill George was away and Carlos is on his way back, they're all back. I wanted to give you a little Pennsylvania news because I'm sure they're probably listening on their drive down. So I thought maybe I'd give them a little, little Pennsylvania news to brighten their day. What would that be? Well, this one, of course, is not going to brighten the day of Jonathan because he'll be mad when I do this one. But uh, I, let's start with some happy news. Nearly 100% bull hunting success rate in Pennsylvania when it came to elk this year. How many tags did they issue out? They, uh, 99 elk were taken by 125 hunters during the regular one-week elk season that ended uh, this past week. And for those licensed to hunt antlered elk, the success rate was 96%. With 25 of 26 tags. Uh, Professor Gunn, yeah. Professor Gunn, are we doing Common Core math? Because that don't seem like it adds up to me. Uh, well, that's 99 elk were taken by 125 during the regular one-week season. And it says the ones who were licensed for antlered, so there's cow elk, the oh, cow okay. tags. Nah, okay, sorry. 
the antlered elk was 96% with 25 and 26 tags being filled. So uh, they said they had some huge ones, uh, 13 bulls with an estimated weight of 700 pounds or wow. more. That'll fill the cooler up. Two of them going more than 800 yes. pounds. The heaviest bull taken this year, an estimated 894 pounds. And that bull spotted a 7 by 8 point rack. It was taken out of Gibsontown, Cameron County by Richard Ratchter of Waynewood, Pennsylvania. And meanwhile, a 107 pounder with a 10 by 7. Can you imagine a 10 by 10 if you actually had that? Have you ever seen a 10 by 10? Oh, my gosh. And that was taken in. Yeah, I've seen a few non-typicals like that. (laughs) I was in Goyshen Township, uh, Clearfield County by Mark Coop of Wellsboro. There were some uh, large antlerless elk taken as well. Eight of these 74 cows taken by hunters during the one-week season weighed over 500 pounds. Yeah, buddy. So 39 elk, nine bulls, 30 cows were taken on opening day alone on the beginning of elk season. That's a good season. Dude, for a place that didn't have them, what, seven, eight years ago? Was it? Management. It's a wonderful thing. Isn't it crazy how that works like that? And when we come back, we'll give you the numbers for the Bruin Hunt. And I ain't talking about no basketball team or football team. The real Bruins. Yes. No, not coffee. Bob <laughs> Bruin. Oh, oh, okay. B-R-E-W. Oh, my God. All right, we got to take a break. We're brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoor. And uh, Brandon Fort, maybe. I feel like I'm in uh, junior high. I got this song playing on my really? head, and, and both my uh, more, uh, both my uh, show partners are on their phones texting to you know girlfriends or friends or whatever. Oh yeah, and I can't believe it. Uh, can you believe he just like brought up the whole elk thing? Oh my god! Yeah, it's so crazy. I can't believe well, he did you that. You know, uh, last actually, couple weeks was... ago we were talking about the uh, no, hunt... we weren't. We weren't talking about it because you weren't X, here. The Hunt X uh, oh. hunting app. So I downloaded it, and of course she was talking about. You know, I was going to, but they want permission to access everything on your phone, yeah. this, that, and the other. But tell me, what app doesn't request that? And so you don't have any apps on your phone? Uh, no, I don't. Well, there you go. You're just well, a, yeah, a yeah. rare breed. Well, you know what? Not to get off topic, but over in Europe, I know we don't care how they do it over in Europe, but what they did is they filed lawsuits that all that information that is uh, gathered on you through Facebook, Google, Reddit, every, everywhere you go, that is owned by you over in Europe. In the United States, that is owned by somebody else. And the problem is is that a lot of people, you only have two options. Either you download it or you don't download it. And you have to say yes. There's no option to say, I don't want you to have this information, but I would like to use your app. Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, why would right. you give a different alternative? But it's like, take it or leave it, buddy. Take it or leave it. And And, and people take it. And I leave it. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway. Uh, before the break, we were doing a little Pennsylvania news just so that uh, just so a, Bill George can be good. entertained. And uh, we, we already talked about it in the first hour about the deer-related crashes that have uh, gone up in Pennsylvania. And then uh, also their elk hunting this past year was very successful. But also, believe it or not, I, what, do you remember what the numbers were, the exact numbers for our bear hunt? Uh, that was a couple of years ago. It was a little over 300. Three and some change, yeah. I think it was. Weren't we allocated? I think we were over by... Uh, yeah, I think it was 350. like... 350. No, we were allocated 300. Once 300, uh, 
uh, the Bears were taking, but it was three hundred and just a little less than three hundred ten. Yeah, they I thought were, it was three twenty five or three fifty. I thought it was, was too. I thought it was like three. Mm, for no, some reason, three twenty something so. came in. But I, but anyway, it started out as that, and then they complained because they killed so many so fast that they. <laughs> What's that tell you? What was it twenty four hours? I think we did that lasted when we got to that number, the magic it's number. Like, it's, it's like I told you guys. My uncle lives up there in Mariana, and within the first forty five minutes, you know, he knows several of the people up there, and they said that they had reported probably close to two hundred that were already had taken by in the first forty five minutes. So. That's crazy to think. Not one of those was was chased up a tree with a dog or baited or baited or anything. That was literally just the ones that were. <clears throat> known to be in the area that uh, people took care of. Uh, but anyway, in Pennsylvania this past uh, bear season, during the final days of the statewide bear season, they harvested, get this many. Well, using that word harvested now. They harvested. That's what they said. They harvested <laughs> 365 bears, raising the uh, statewide season harvest record of one thousand nine hundred and ninety-three, a 10% increase compared to the 1,796 taken for in the four days of the statewide season in 2017. That's pretty good. Yeah. It says uh, hunters took more bears on the season's last day than on the third. 211 on the last day. On the season's second day, hunters took 381 bears out of the woods archery and other bear early season harvest data is not included in this report but it says that the uh bears were harvested in 55 counties the top 10 bears processed at check stations were either estimated or confirmed to have live weights of over 600 pounds or more the largest bear harvested was 780 pounds it was a male taken with a rifle on November 19th, and uh, a day later, a 708-pounder was brought in uh, during rifle season. 780 pounds. That's like medium-large grizzly bear weight. How much does a grizzly bear weigh? 12, 1,500 pounds? I couldn't tell you. Never hunted one. Dude, a 780. <laughs> well, you think about a 400-pound hog. You've seen a 400-pound hog. They're heavy. Okay. Three times that? That's a lot. That is a big kid, man. 780 pounds. So well, th- yeah. 306 bear were taken into Florida hunt. 300 what? Six. Six. 306. But uh, posted this past week, published on November 24th uh, by the Tampa Bay Times, the new numbers come out with uh, bear estimates in the state of Florida. What do you think they are? What are we at now? Yeah. The data has been done. A lot of... Stuff has been collected in the last couple of years based I'm gonna on. Say, I'm going to give it a little over. I'm going to say 4,200. Well, before they estimated a bear population to be 3,000 when they approved the hunt. Right. And that's kind of where they went with the 10%. I'm going under the gut instinct of what happens with does when you have more food available and you have more uh, forage out there. Does typically have more than one baby. And I think bears reproduce the same way. So when they I have more food. That. When they have more food and more space available, they usually go with uh, doubles and even sometimes triplets. So I'm 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 kind of padding the numbers upwards. Well, the new numbers have come out and uh, reported by the St. Pete Times. Florida black bear, black bear population on the rise reaches 4,350. Boom! Boom! I should be a bio uh, 
Governor and, uh, DeSantis, if you're looking for a new member for the FWC's commission board, I'd be more than willing to volunteer and, my time and uh, do that. Boom. Here's the problem. That's data. That's proven. That's well, it says the study unveiled last Thursday backed up the findings of 4,350 bears prowling the woods or about 60% more than the population found by the similar study 14 years ago. That's a 60% increase in 14 years. Dang, I'm good. Mike, the good news is that bears are abundant. I can't drop it. It's attached attached to this. Abundant in Florida. Uh, Top bear expert at the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. And that that, uh, says that the adult population, not including cubs, is uh, said to be as many as one to 2,000 in cubs alone. That they didn't apparently that was based Wait. on adult population, no cubs. So, like I said, the population went up, uh, and they didn't count cubs, which I guarantee you, if the numbers are that high and they're spread out a little bit well, more, go lowball it. You add another thousand, what thousand cubs to that? He so did. I did lowball. So, uh, if you include cubs, what are you saying? It's going to be around five, five and some change. Yeah, really. And the, and the St. Petersburg Pravda West actually put those numbers out. <laughs> this here is based tell on... Tell us how uh, you really feel there, big boy. Uh, this is all based truth. on the FWC's report. And the study is, uh, they said, it's pretty pretty right on. It's not estimates. It's been uh, numbers that have been collected. No kidding. So, well, I guess... One uh, to 2,000 in Cubs, because they didn't count those, but it, those are just estimates. What say. do you think the number would have to get to... It doesn't matter. What number do you think it would have to get to before the general public starts backing another bear the sad, hunt? How the, many years the, is it going to be? Two, three years? What do you think? Just I, an estimate. The sad part about that right there is just like what we talked about this morning with that young lady and her beautiful child that were killed by that grizzly bear. I say this, and I believe it 110% wholeheartedly. Unless we do something different as hunters, it's going to take somebody's somebody getting mauled basically before something happens it already does I well mean, it kind of goes with the uh, gator hunts uh, more tags were issued after more complaints and more exactly encounters but uh with the numbers of being 4350 and those are good numbers it's not an estimates um this is good data so it, I, I think probably to answer your question probably in two years we'll have think, another hunt so you think if the uh if the reproductive trend continues and now you have those cubs uh, one or two year olds out there running around causing trouble you know how teenagers are mm-hmm. and uh they get out there doing that kind of stuff then the complaints will go up and then uh bear proof garbage cans are not going to be the solution anymore it's going to be first off first line of defense is going to be fwc out there tagging bagging moving. and moving but uh you got to think if the, if the numbers are 4350 and then what's the conservative number for the cub then you could just say the population's 5350 wow overall so we killed more bears but all of a sudden it made more bears <laughs> somehow or another Carrying by removing capacity well, yeah, exactly. well with the new governor exactly. coming in uh, i know uh, bill george he's had real heartburn with rick scott not taking the fight uh, head on and just not taking either side he just took the middle ground for the political um side of it 
uh, with DeSantis coming in, it'll be interesting to see his approach, his his thoughts behind it. What is what's going to sway him? Is it going to be the fact of it, are you doing it for conservation purposes uh, to sustain a healthy? Apparently, removing three hundred bears didn't did help something. Uh, and sure of course, our numbers are at fifty three fifty or forty three fifty at this point in time. And uh, unless there's one been hit since we've talking about it, it may be less. Well, now, uh, Jonathan, you went up and uh, surveyed the damage up there in Bluntstown, and you said it was pretty severe. I know I did see some of the pictures and videos, but before the hurricane, let me ask you, you had bear problems up there, didn't you, up in that neck of the woods? Because that was one of the – that's in that same, same general area where a lot of bears were actually taken out of. In that oh, yeah. panhandle area. Yeah, we – I mean – you know, I started with the one and dones, and I tell everybody this, and I believe it wholeheartedly that that ran pretty much ran the bears off of my property uh, because they couldn't tear the feeders up. But I know people literally right when we say right down the road, and Glenn's been there before, but people right down the road have got them, you know, and they still have them and still have. There's a, there was a group. I'd probably say six to eight bears that hung around in that area. Really? And there were four that were what I would consider large boars. So just in your uh, two square miles of, of where you guys mess around. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, just, yeah. Just in that little area. So and that's what you saw. And there's more than just your lease up there. So you figure out how many feeders are up there and how many bears are actually in that general area alone. Yeah. Probably well over hundreds. But anyway. Well, we'll see. Should we just put in for tags now and just hope that uh, we get to the front of the line, or what? What's the deal? What are you gonna do? I think it'll be. What? Yeah, I think it'll be the same as it was last. I think time. we should just do a write-in. We should just write in the FWC. And go. I'm gonna go ahead and just write my license in right now. Can we do that? I'm gonna call Nick and see if we can do that. All right, where are the big and wild outdoors? Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Hey, Brandon Ford, we'll be back. Hi, welcome back. It is the Save it for on air. Big Wild Outdoors. Brayden, Glenn, Jonathan in the studio today. We're all back. Uh, Glenn and uh, Jonathan uh, did their big adventures, <clears throat> and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that in the next <laughs> last hour. So, No, Jonathan's adventures are just getting started. <laughs> I, I did want to get this out there. <clears throat> uh, with the uh, election still fresh in our memories, uh, I did. I, I made this call. I predicted this. Didn't I predict this? I predicted this. Before you get out with the story, yes, you did. I did. Uh, the Florida gun permits, as we all know, here in the state of Florida, the concealed carry permits are, uh, I should say, uh, usually handled by the Florida Commissioner of Agriculture, and it has been for quite some time. And I will get say that quickly. Adam Putman did a very, very good job of doing it the way he did it. And it seems that uh, the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services under law controls uh, the CWL. It's not a permit. It's a license. Uh, Believe it or not, if you didn't know what the estimated number of concealed carry licenses in the state of Florida is in circulation currently, we should all be dead because it's 2 million and Mm. climbing. 2 million legal firearms out there carried every single day. And <clears throat> do you think everyone who's a concealed carry carries a gun? They don't have to. You don't have to. It's That's a, right. It's so a, you can't say that 
there's two million guns being toted around every day. It's not a concealed well, gun. Well, but te- define toting. Define toting. Not toting on your persons. Toting in your vehicle. Toting. Sure. I mean, in the woods, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's a concealed weapons license, not a gun license. But anyway, uh, the <clears throat> the newly elected AG commissioner, Democrat Nikki Fried, uh, made it very clear that she wants to. Uh, uh, do away with a lot of different things, make it a lot more harder, a lot more stricter, and all that kind of good stuff. But now she she says she wants to move the program to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, which she argues will take politics out of the process, a move some state lawmakers reportedly support. I do. I think the FDLE, if they're making the call whether you get to buy, purchase the gun or not, why would they make the same call if you get the concealed weapons permit or not? It only seemed natural to I, me. At one point in time, it, w- it was under the FDLE. It was? And it then was. it got moved under the agricultural side of it. Because it got so huge. And then now we're moving it back, or potentially. Yeah. Well, it says the state gun right advocates prefer the program switch to the control of the Florida's uh, chief financial officer, Jimmy Petronas, a Republican and self-styled business manager of the state in charge of auditing state agencies. Marion Hammer, former NRA president and the state's primary pro-gun lobbyist, said the move to the FDLE would be a mistake. Previously, it had handled uh, was handled by 67 different counties, and the abuse at the hands of the county sheriffs was rampant. The Second Amendment is a guaranteed right under the Constitution. She explained, citing the permitting process needs to be under the control of elected officials, answered to all the people. Yes. Republicans who hold a majority of both chambers and state legislature are expected to introduce legislation to move the program to the CFO. In the meantime, Fred, who was supported, Fried, who freed. was su- freed, whatever, uh, who was supported by uh, on her run by gun control advocates, has promised that on my first day in office, this administration will initiate a wholesale audit of the CWP department in light of reports that some background checks for licensings were handled, not handled correctly. Well, when you have a large amount of, uh, and I'm sure she was probably going back to the Putnam thing, but uh, when you have a large amount of work coming in and you have people doing well, you're going to have human error. You're going to have those mistakes. But when you look at the overall program, uh, it was done pretty good. I think overall it's a a good program. It was uh, ran correctly. You're saying that there's people out there with driver's licenses that should not have driver's licenses? Absolutely. <gasps> you're, you're, well, you're, but here, no. in, here, so, here to piggyback on what Glenn was saying with the with Putnam and them, they had a big fubbub, of course, right there before he ran for governor. And but he took ownership hours, of it. Yes, in 48 hours, they had it fixed. They corrected it. Yes, I mean. they did. Yeah, they, they got it fixed real too sweet, as they like to say, but really quickly. So we'll see. Uh, it's either going to end up with the uh, chief financial office or it's going to end up with uh, FDLE. One of the two. I, I understand Marion Hammer's deal because the FDLE is not an elected official, so they don't have to answer anybody. They're a government agency kind of deal. So it's uh, yeah, one that's of those something things. to be somewhat concerned about. Yeah. So you could say, but you know what? They're the ones who make the call. And believe it or not, don't forget, they're the ones, not the state of Florida, who actually said that. We talked about it here on the show when all this stuff went down after the uh, school shooting that uh, there was an exemption still left on the FDLE website where you didn't have to wait uh, for your firearm if you wanted to purchase it. And you only had to be 18 years of age if you had a hunter's 
safety course certificate and a hunting license, which the state of Florida quickly went into legislation and changed that in two, two days. It took them to change that and take it away from the FDLE. So obviously somebody was pulling some strings somewhere because they got it done. They got it done real quick. Well, that was probably Scott. <clears throat> it might have been just before the election. Sure, right. why not? I mean, uh, not to say that it can never change back, but we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know. Uh, before we hit the top of the hour, I wanted to remind everybody, going on today out at Bone Valley, if you got nothing to do with the kids today, I say uh, head out to uh, Bone Valley ATV Park out there in uh, beautiful, what is that? We calling that Bartow? Mulberry? Where is that? Mulberry? Uh, they're calling Bartow? it into Mulberry, but it's closer to Bradley Junction to me. Okay, we'll call it the three corners. It's in Polk County. <laughs> uh, if you want to head out that way, uh, if all you got to do is bring a can of food for each and individual uh, who wants to go out and take a ride, test drive. Uh, they're going to have some UTVs out there. They're going to have some 4x4s, courtesy of G5Feed Outdoors, if you want to go out and uh, put around out in the woods for a little bit. Or if you already have one, it's considered a day where all you got to do to cover the cost of getting into the, to the uh, park to go ride around is one can of food per person. There so you that's go. not a bad deal. I mean, uh, you can go get a can of green beans for sixty-eight cents, can't you? Yeah, you get three, four dollar <laughs> in some places. Well, I'm telling you, you know, go to one of those, but get some dated ones. I don't know. Uh, get some of that leftover cranberry sauce or jelly you got left over. Take it in there and turn it in. Go for a ride for a day. Yeah, that sounds like fun. <clears throat> it would be, and you don't have to have your own. They, they got some big changes going on out there. They're adding more uh, land out there. They're going to have a uh, some big. Some big uh, track specialist come in and design this whole new track over on the other side and everything. I mean, they're they're putting a lot of effort into that thing. Well, that'll be good if you can test drive it. It's like buying a new Ford truck. You want to test drive it to see if it rides as good as they claim or if it's uh, got the power to pull. Why not? Yeah, but you can't go out and beat the crud out of it. Why not on a test drive? Why not? You? you tell me you got you've never got into a new truck or a car and took it for a test drive and really put the metal to the pedal when you got on the interstate. Nope. You're a storyteller. No. I'm talking about in the woods, messing around. Can you imagine if I go, I go, hey, Brooksy, let me go take this big 4x4 out in the woods and see what she can do and come back with scratches on the hood and, the you know, the mud caked underneath everything, handing the keys. That was really nice. Yeah. Can I try the uh, V6 now? I want to see let how it does. Let me take the Raptor out. I want to see how, yeah. <laughs> I want to see how it does out in the sand pit. Well, let's take it out. Yeah, right. He'll What's wrong with that? That's a good idea. Kick my butt. No, you wouldn't kick your butt. He'd just grab you by the nap of the neck and walk you to the front door. He just door. won't give you the key. He'll walk me over to the finance that's why they department. Look, that's why the uh, sales guy goes with you. Oh, is that why it is? I'd like to take a sales guy. I'd like the Jeff Gordon ride. So you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might want to strap that down a little tighter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Hang on. This thing does have a five-point harness system in here. This is going to get kind of bad. Yeah. You're going to bounce your head off the roof a couple times, my friend. Yeah. By the way, we did that last uh, week, man. Me and the kids. Oh, man, we had such a blast out in the woods. We'll tell you all about it when we come back uh, from the break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three is just around the corner, so stay with us. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and the great folks out there in Brandon Fort. 